Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. We are back with the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. This is Dwight, and I am with Betsy. And it's Thursday, November 3. Yes. Am I right? You're okay. right. And it's Thankfulness Thursday. Oh. So we get to talk about something that we're thankful for. Something not in the distant past. This is the first thing that comes to mind because honestly, I did not prepare for this. Silly me. Well, that's part of what we hosts do we spring <laughs> questions like that on people so that we get a spontaneous authentic answer well i guess you're being a good host then <laughs> you sprung well the most recent thing was just a few minutes ago i was sitting on a big fluffy chair with a purring warm cat and i said dwight i am so thankful for a pet that's right you did say that and i probably went a good 12 years without a pet living overseas and in transition and so it's simple but i'm thankful for a warm furry pet mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. ranger has adopted you into the family quite with open paws with open paws <laughs> yeah i almost wonder if ranger loves you more than she loves me oh no oh no you're her first love but we digress we do we digress <laughs> Well, our passage today is one of my all-time favorite passages and maybe a passage of scripture that I think about as much or more than most. Probably because a few years ago, just before I started working at Victory Point, I had a spiritual director named Greg, who I've talked with you about. And Greg even came and shared at Victory Point a few years ago. Hmm. But I spent hours every Friday afternoon in Grand Rapids with Greg. I would drive in and he talked me down from a lot of ledges and really spoke life back into me in a season of my life when I was weary and I was confused and feeling broken. And John 15 was a passage that we spent lots of time in. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when I saw that it was our passage today, I thought, oh, this is good. May I interview you then? Well, not exclusively. I mean, I'm happy to share, but... I want to know what you think, too. Hmm. We are just going to focus on the first portion of John 15, verses 1 through 17. So, Betsy, if you could read that for us, that would be great. Okay. The title of the area is The Vine and the Branches. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. 
If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I've loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I've made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command, love each other. Ooh, yeah, there it is. So the word remain in this translation shows up a lot. And earlier translations like the King James or the Revised Standard Version will use the word abide. Mm. It's not a real contemporary word, but the NIV uses the word remain. And one of the things that Greg taught me was that the Greek word for remain or abide is meno, which translated means stay, don't go. And this idea that Jesus would say, stay, don't leave. I want to spend time with you. Remain in me. I want to remain in you. I want my words to be in you. Much of the time spent with Greg was just me learning how to meno, how to remain, Mm. how to abide, how to stay. And I'm still learning that. I'll probably be learning that until I go to be with Jesus. But I think it's probably one of our most important life pursuits is to learn to meno, to learn to remain. Because Jesus says, apart from me, he can do nothing, Mm. right? I'm already monopolizing the conversation. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I like it because you're usually the host and Mm. we don't get to hear from you. Mm -hmm. To further that vein of putting you on the spot then, can you share anything specific from what Jesus showed you that it meant to remain during those years? Well, for one, Jesus doesn't just want our religious activities. He wants a relationship. He wants our hearts, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can't cultivate a relationship without quality time. You know, we talk about the love languages, yeah. you know, the five love languages. Well, one of them's quality time. That's yours. That's mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of Jesus's big love languages, you know, is if you're going to be my disciple, we have to spend time together. And not just time where you're clicking through your prayer list, you know, or study is good. You open up the Bible and read. That's good. We need to do that. But imagine if you and I got together, Betsy, and every time we got together, I said, so um, let me read through that resume again of all the things that you've done. Let, let, me, let me read up on you. You'd be like, hello, I'm here in the room, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. What about physical touch? You know, what about 
just talking, you know. So for you, would you say what I'm hearing you say is was a process somewhat of at least getting out of your head and getting out of my head and, and getting getting Jesus not on not only onto my social calendar, okay, but into my heart. Hmm. I won't speak for everyone who's in ministry, like in professional ministry or whatever. But if yeah. it sounds crass, but when you get paid to pray, yeah. when you get paid to lead worship, if yeah. you get paid to do pastoral calls yeah. or whatever, all of a sudden these simple, pure things become a job. And the, the life of remaining in Jesus can just get lost by the wayside somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we can all do that. It doesn't matter what your profession is. And just one more thought, and then I'm gonna, I want to turn around just kind of see what, what you pulled out of this passage. But this idea that apart from me, you can do nothing I think of that on two levels. One is, well, does Jesus really mean apart from him, I can do nothing of eternal value? Or does he really mean apart from him, I can do nothing? Mm. Right? I always thought it was the first one, uh-huh. but I'm not sure what you're saying. Okay. Maybe. I think, the, I think the first one is sort of, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, apart from Jesus, we can't bear fruit that's going to last for eternity. Because right. the passage does talk about like, Okay, if you remain in me, that's the only way you're going to bear fruit. Right. And actually much fruit. Oh, yeah, and much fruit that will last. Right? That will so last. So that's in there. Yeah. Right. So, so it's I th- implying I think that there is s- some fruit that doesn't last. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I think we can safely say, apart from Jesus, we can do nothing that's really going to have any significant eternal value. Mm-hmm. Right? But I would argue the second one as well, that if, as we read in John chapter 1, if in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and yeah. the words, and all things were made through yeah, Him, yeah. I was just thinking that it's Chris Klein's Big Jesus, right? Well, not Chris Klein's, but you know. <laughs> but if if it's true that all things, including every human, is made through the person of Jesus Christ, then truly, apart from Him, we don't exist. We can't take another breath. Uh, if you're a Star Wars fan out there, forgive me if I don't get all the details on this right. I should be talking to Seth Snope about In fact, I did talk to Seth Snope about this about a year ago, and I forget all the details. But I believe it's in the, re- the Clone Wars where you see all of these droids, tens of thousands of them, that are all marching out against the, the rebel forces. But when the Death Star gets blown up, all these drones, they power down. Because mm. they, they all got their life source from, from this source. You know, in this case, it was an evil source. But, mm. but to me, for some reason, I think of that scene. If all of a sudden Jesus were to hit pause on the humanity button, yeah. we'd all power down. We would all just fall asleep or quit breathing or die or or something uh-huh. you know not only is god our creator but he's our sustainer that's a great picture isn't it yeah yeah i'm gonna remember that mm-hmm. yeah when i read Jesus' words apart from me you can do nothing i hear it in two ways mm-hmm. apart from me you're, you're really not going to do anything of eternal significance mm-hmm. but apart from me you're really not going to do anything <laughs> I mean, you can continue living out this life without me, and then you're going to die and probably live in eternity apart from me. But I still need to keep my finger on the play button. Mm. 
It's both and. For you to keep breathing. Like spiritual reality, it seems like often is, is both and. Right. Right? Yeah. That's good. That's really good, Dwight. You should be a guest more often. I I mean, you are. You're the host. (laughs) And I just looked at the time, and our time is literally about done. So I want to just real quick, Betsy, what do we learn about God in this passage from Mm -hmm. without me blabbing? So he's a gardener, and his job is to prune whatever that means. Yep. Remove the things from Mm -hmm. our lives that Mm -hmm. aren't bearing fruit. Mm Mm-hmm. Which can be painful. Mm-hmm. I just have one thought about the vine you're yeah. talking about and remaining. Mm-hmm. How difficult is it for a branch to remain in a vine? It's just natural. Mm. It would be abnormal and unnatural for somehow a branch to be able to remove itself from the vine. So that's a good reminder to me. Is old flesh is to perform. Mm. That spiritual reality is Jesus is just saying, Abide, meno, remain. It's like, I think Hebrews 4, right? It talks about just be diligent to enter my rest. Mm-hmm. We talked about with Sabbath. Yeah. The obedience is to just remain. And trust. Yeah. And draw your life from yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah. Let Him do it through you. Yeah. And that really bridges the gap into now what? Mm. Really? That's mm-hmm. the now what? So, yeah. So for each of us asking ourselves, what does it mean to remain in you? Mm -hmm. What does it mean for me as a branch to remain in the true vine? Yeah. Today and the rest of the week. Yeah. And as my friend Greg said to me week after week, Dwight, let's press into the John 15 abiding life. That's where it's at, man. That's where it's at. So friends, remain. Stay. Don't go. Mm. Abide in Jesus and let him live his life through you. God bless you. We'll talk to you later. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.